Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. Quality of product is essential to continuing success. At 59, American. For your own real deep down smoking enjoyment, remember, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. LSMFT. 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 Right you are. Yes, sir. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Yes, first, last, and always, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. In a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And year after year, at auction after auction, the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And fine tobacco means real, deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. The Lucky Strike program starring Jack Benny with Barry Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, last Friday, Jack Benny asked the members of his cast to come to his house at 2 p.m. So let's go back to Friday and find out why Jack called the meeting. Is everybody here, Rochester? Oh, but Dennis Day phoned and said he'd be a little late. That's funny. Dennis is always on time. I wonder what delayed him. He said that last night was Halloween and some kids took the wheels off his bicycle. Hmm. Well, why didn't he take the sunset bus? They took the wheels off of that, too. <laughs> Well, that's what Dennis gets for living in that kind of a neighborhood. I'm glad the kids around here aren't that rowdy. Me too, boss. By the way, Rochester, go out and take the bathtub off the front porch and put it back in the house again. <laughs> well, what are you waiting for? Take the bathtub off the front porch. Okay, but there ain't much gas in the car. Gas in the car? What's that got to do with it? The front porch is in Pasadena. <laughs> What? And Pasadena's in Pomona. <laughs> you mean the kids? No, the wind. <laughs> oh, stop being silly and do what I tell you. Yes, sir. I'm going to the library and talk to my gang. Shine on, shine on, harvest moon up in the sky. <laughs> I ain't... Ha- Uh-oh. I better hide these bicycle wheels. Dennis is liable to get sore. <laughs> Put him in the closet. I ain't had no loving since January, February, June, or July. La, la. Hmm. The other months weren't so good either. <laughs> oh, well. Hi, kids. Hello, Hello Jack. Jack. Hiya, Jackson. Say, I'm glad you're here early. I've got great news for you. <laughs> you too, Polly. Now, kids... <laughs> Kids, I want, to, uh, I want to read you a telegram I received this morning. Dear Mr. Benny, I heard your program last Sunday, and of all the stinking... Whoops, wrong telegram. 
Where's that other one? Uh, don't take a chance. Maybe you just read the good one. No, 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 no. Here it is. Uh, dear Mr. Benny, since everyone is talking about your programs this season, we are sending our photographer to take pictures of your group. If convenient, please have them all at your home Friday, November the 1st at 3 p.m. Signed, the Associated Press. The Associated Press? Gee, our pictures will appear all over the country. Pictures? Gee, I wish you'd have told me I'd have had my sweatshirt pressed. <laughs> Phil, just be happy the pictures aren't in color so your red eyes won't show. Say, if the photographer's gonna be here soon, I better make my face up. Oh, Don, hand me my purse, will you please? It's on the chair next to you. Here you are, Mary. Thanks. Ah, gee, that smells wonderful, Mary. What is it? Money. <laughs> I mean, besides that. Oh, it's some new perfume I'm wearing. It's called Get Away From Me, Boys. I'm going steady. <laughs> now, let me see. Um, my lipstick. Lipstick, lipstick. Why don't you turn your purse upside down and empty it, Mary? Okay. Mary, empty the rest of it in the hall. This room's filled already. What a lot of junk. And look, three chitsui sandwiches. <laughs> There's your lipstick, Mary. Thanks. There's the phone. I'll get it. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Dennis. Oh, hello, Dennis. We're waiting for you. What's taking you so long? I couldn't get a taxi. Oh. So my mother's driving me over in her steamroller. <laughs> but, Dennis, I thought it was your Uncle Harry that drove the steamroller. Not anymore. Why? What happened? Well, yesterday, something was wrong with the front roller, so he got out to look at it, and some kids played the meanest Halloween trick. Dennis, that's terrible. Where's your uncle now? Well, you know that white line that runs down the middle of Wiltshire Boulevard? Uh-huh. The dark part of it is Uncle Harry. <laughs> Dennis, stop making things up like that. Your uncle passed here this morning. Didn't he look thin? <laughs> oh, hang up and get over here. Yes, sir. What a kid. Dennis will be here in a few minutes. <laughs> Mary, what are you doing with the parrot? Just playing with her. She's cute. Yeah, she's smart, too. Last night, I taught her her name, Polly Benny. Go ahead, Mary. Ask her what her name is. Okay. Come on, Polly. What's your name? What's your name? I am the fiddler. <laughs> oh, fine. She got that listening to the radio. Polly want a cracker? Polly want a cracker? Polly want a chiswee sandwich. <laughs> See, I told you. Say, Jack, how long do parrots live? Oh, a long time, Mary. Some of them live very long. How old is this one, Jackson? 63. And she's still got all her feathers. That's more than you can say, bub. Phil, <laughs> don't be funny. You always have to be a wise guy. Like at Mary's Halloween party last night. What's the matter? What did I do wrong? Trying to make jokes about everything. And that costume you wore. Imagine covering yourself with cobwebs and coming as a wine cellar. <laughs> What an outfit. Well, at least I spent dough for my costume. Sure. That's more than you did. What do you mean? You didn't spend a dime. You put on a pair of shorts, stood out in the cold, and came as little boy blue. <laughs> oh, you're just mad because Mary gave me the first prize. Well, you deserved it, Jack. Thanks, Mary. They were swell, but they don't quite fit my car. What was the prize, Mary? Uh, four wheels off the sunset bus. <laughs> yeah. 
But I thought Don Wilson's costume was the best of all. I should have given him the prize. Well, Don, I'll admit it was original. Well, thanks, Jack. Who else but you would have ever thought of putting on an old straw hat and standing out on the lawn holding up a big tobacco leaf? <laughs> come to think of it, Don, why'd you stay out there so long? Well, Jack, I just hated to come in. It was so wonderful watching the moonbeams filtering through that beautiful golden brown tobacco. Must have been a lovely sight. And there in the stillness of the night, I could hear a lonely cricket calling to his mate. L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. Uh, a cricket said that? They make that noise by rubbing two lucky strikes together. See, I'm 37 and I never knew that. And then the little boy cricket kissed the little girl cricket. Gee. And the little girl cricket must have liked it because she said, Quality of product is essential to continuing success. Don, if anyone besides you told me that, I'd never believe it. Well, you can believe this, Jack. Luckies are so round, so firm, so fully packed. So free and easy on the cricket. <laughs> hey, that's clever. Don, teach Polly the rest of the commercial. You do, and we'll have a new announcer. Say, maybe the Polly could. No, what would happen to all our fat jokes? Don't worry about it, Don. You can always... Oh, the phone. Rochester, will you answer it, please? Yes, sir. Jack Benny's resident, star of stage, screen, and radio, and will sell two bicycle wheels at ridiculously low prices. Hello, Rochester. This is Dennis. Please tell Mr... Hey, what did you say about two bicycle wheels? Uh-oh, me very sorry. You have a long number. <laughs> Maybe you have better luck next time. So long, five, eight, four, young. <laughs> Lachester, Lachester, I try talking to Lachester. Only time I talk it to Chinese boy. So sorry, no Lachester. No bloody here except us chop suey. Chop chop, goodbye, please. Rochester, stop playing games and give me that telephone. Hello, who is this? Hello, Mr. Benny, this is Dennis, and Rochester said you had a pair of bicycle wheels that oh, I... Oh, sorry, long number. Goodbye. <laughs> Mr. Benny, Mr. Benny, I... Look, Dennis, why aren't you here? Well, I'm in a music store. I dropped in to buy a copy of a song I'm going to do on Sunday. It's called Rumors Are Flying. Oh, yes, I heard that song. Does it have a good arrangement? Oh, it's swell. But what about the bicycle wheels? Dennis, the song, how does it go? You want me to sing it for you? Yes, yes. But what about the bicycle wheels? Just sing the song, will you please? Okay. What about the bicycle wheels? Operator, you keep out of it. <laughs> go ahead, Dennis. Let's hear the song. got me sighing that I'm in a crazy kind of a day a lazy sort of a haze when I go walking I hear people talking they say our affair is not just a passing phase and they whisper about the flowers I keep sending you by the dozen And they wonder about the hours That I spend with you, it keeps them buzzing Rumors are flying And I'm not denying That people are sure I'm falling in love with you for a change, darling. 
the flowers I keep sending you by the dozen And they wonder about the hours That I spend with you It keeps them buzzing Rumors are flying And I'm not denying That people are sure I'm falling in love with you Cause for a change, darling All the rumors are true Then as I was swell. Now hurry over. Goodbye. Goodbye. Now, kids, the photographer will be here any minute. So when he takes the pictures, I'll sit in that big armchair and you all gather around behind me. Phil, you'll be kneeling at my right. Uh-huh. Now, Don, you'll be at my left, uh, down on one knee. Okay. And Mary... I'll put the crown on your head. <laughs> no, no, no. This will be informal. Now, uh... <laughs> Now, let's try it. <coughs> Phil, Phil, you kneel on my right. Okay. Don, you're here on my left. All right. Now, Mary. Yes, Your Majesty. Now, cut that out. <laughs> I'm just trying to get an idea. Well, that's probably the photographer. Come in. Well, here I am. Dennis. How in the world did you get here so fast? Mother's steamroller has an overdrive. <laughs> Look, Dennis, stop with that steamroller nonsense and shut the door. Just a second, Mr. Benny. Goodbye, Mother. <laughs> hmm. I thought he was making the whole thing up. <laughs> now, Dennis, uh, Dennis, the reason we're all here... <laughs> Dennis, the reason we're all here is we're going to take publicity pictures. Gee, I thought today was payday. Why, what made you think that? Everybody's kneeling. <laughs> That's for the picture. Now, come here, Dennis. You stand alongside... Hey, that must be him. Come in. Yes? Mr. Benny, my name's Johnson. I'm a photographer from the Associated Press. Good, good. We've been expecting you. You're right on time. I know, and I have other calls to make, so let's get on with the pictures. Okay. Now, kids, everybody gather around. Phil, put down that glass. You're not posing for the man of distinction. <laughs> now, come on, everybody. Just on. a second. There's something wrong. Wrong? Yes, there are five of you. I always thought that in a quartet there were only four. <laughs> a quartet? What? What are you driving at, Mr. Johnson? The Associated Press sent me over to take pictures of your new quartet. Where are they? Well, well, that doesn't. Come on, Mr. Johnson, take your camera and get out of here. Out, out, out. Hmm. That's the last straw. I'm going to see my lawyer and get rid of that quartet if it's the last thing I do. Mary, you want to go with me? Well, Jack, I've got some shopping to do. I'll meet you at his office. All right, I'll see you there. Rochester, get the car out. We're going downtown. <laughs> 
Rochester, my lawyer's office is at Broadway at 9. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, boy, why didn't I think of this before? My lawyer will take care of that quartet for me. Gosh, I feel better already. Margie, I'm always thinking of you, Gertrude. I'll tell them. Gee, I'm fickle. <laughs> oh, say, Rochester, slow down. There's a fellow sitting on the curb. His clothes are all ragged. And look at his shoes. He's probably been walking for weeks. Let's give him a lift. Say, buddy, would you like a ride? No, thanks. I'm waiting for a Nash. Oh. <laughs> Keep going. Funny, I thought he was looking for a... Watch it, Rochester. The light's changing. Yes, sir. Shine on, shine on harvest moon up in the sky. Say, Martha, isn't that Jack Benny? Where, Emily? Sitting in that car. Well, I do declare it is him. Oh, Emily, isn't he handsome? <laughs> and so dignified, too. Just look at those big blue eyes. <laughs> I think he's adorable. Oh, Martha, at your age. Well, I just can't help it. Just looking at him gives me renewed strength. Oh, look, my cane. It isn't even touching the ground. <laughs> Oh, Martha, oh, Martha. Loosen up, Emily. Stop being so loyal to Tom Brennerman. <laughs> well, I guess you're right. Jack Benny is kind of cute. Yes. Yes, he certainly is cute. Uh, don't go yet, Rochester. I want to hear this. <laughs> He's so clever, too. I love him on the radio. So do I. And Emily. What? Did you see him in the horn blows at midnight? Let's go, Rochester. <laughs> come on, come on, let's go. There were two nice old ladies, and I want to remember them that way. Keep driving, Rochester. Gee, Mary, you got here before I did. Yeah, and I thought I was going to be late. Is this your lawyer's office? Yeah, H.M. Fisher, attorney at law. Let's go in. Hmm, there's a new girl at the reception desk. Uh, pardon me, miss, uh, I'd like to see Mr. Fisher. Do you have an appointment? <laughs> well, I... What? Do you have an appointment? <laughs> yes. Yes, I have an appointment. What? <laughs> I said, I have an appointment. What? An appointment. Oh, go right in. Thank you. Come on, Mary. And now, look, Mr. Smith, I'm a busy man. I can't stay on this phone all day. I told you I won't settle this case for less than $2 million. I'm sorry, Mr. Smith. That's up to you, Mr. Smith. Goodbye. Hello, Mr. Fisher. Now, how do you do, Mr. Smith? No, no, Benny. Benny, Jack Benny. Oh, yes, yes, please forgive me. It's just that I've been so busy lately and have so many things on my mind. I understand, Mr. Fisher. I'd like you to meet Miss Livingston. Now, how do you do, Miss Livingston? How do you do? Uh, haven't we met before? I don't think so. That's funny. Your name is so familiar. It keeps running through my mind. Smith, Smith, Smith. 
No, no, no. Her name is Livingston. Oh, yes, yes. How stupid of me. Your name is Smith. <laughs> no, no. Look, uh, Smith was on the telephone. What happened to Benny? I'm Benny, Jack Benny. Oh, yes. Now, what can I do for you? Well, Mr. Fisher, what I came to see you about is... Uh, pardon me. Yes? Oh, well, send them right here. This won't take long. It seems to be very urgent, a domestic case. Come in. Mr. Fisher, I want to... I'll do the talking and you keep your big mouth shut. <laughs> My big mouth. Your lips could be stretched over a piano stool. <laughs> Now, now, we can settle this without harsh words. That's okay with me. I want to divorce this jerk. Yeah, very well, but you'll need grounds. If I had that, I'd bury him. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah! Oh, please, please, let's not resort to that. What are your names again? Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Mrs. Krauss. Very well, I'll file the application. Goodbye. And now, getting back to you, what did you come to see me about? Well, as I started to say... Oh, yes, I remember. You two want a divorce. No, no, look, that's Krauss. Oh, of course, of course. I had you confused with Mr. and Mrs. Livingston, who just left. I'm Miss Livingston. Oh, yes, yes, then you're Mr. Krauss. No, 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 look, I'm Smith. I mean, Benny. <laughs> oh, yes, Benny Livingston. Yes. <laughs> and now, what's on your mind? Well, I've got a quartet on my radio program, and I want to break their contract. Here it is. Hmm, looks like an ironclad agreement, but I've got a very clever idea. You can break the contract? Not only that, but with my idea, I can make them refund all your money. All? All my money? How, how? Tell me, tell me. Jack, he can't talk. Let go of his collar. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. All I have to do is... Uh, excuse me. Yes? What? Good, good. Send them right in. It's that couple who were in here just a minute ago for a divorce, Mr. and Mrs. Fisher. Your name is Fisher. I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Livingston. Their name is Crowd. Oh, yes. Thank you, Miss Smith. Hmm. <laughs> Jack, isn't this the lawyer who pleaded a case and got the jury so confused they sent the judge up for 20 years? <laughs> oh. Oh, so, so you read about it, huh? Read about it? I thought I made up a joke. You mean it's true? <laughs> yes. Hey, come in. Come, doll face. Carry me over the threshold. <laughs> no, lover. You carry me. You're stronger. Okay. Up to Daisy. Oof, not so high. I'll get a nosebleed. <laughs> come, come. I'm a busy man. Are you sure your minds are made up? Yes. Me and Stardust don't want the divorce. Fine, fine. I won't file the application, and good luck to both of you. Thank, Thank you. And uh, now, where were we, Mr. Livingston? Benny's the name, Jack Benny. Look, this is Miss Livingston. Mr. and Mrs. Krause just left. You're Fisher, and Smith was on the phone. Now, tell me, Mr. Fisher, you said you knew how to break the contract with my quartet. <laughs> <laughs> Now, how are you going to do it? Uh, now, let's see. Since you're suing them for $2 million... I'm not suing them for $2 million. <laughs> oh, yes, that was Kraut. That was Smith on the phone. Well, what are you doing here? <laughs> I don't remember. All I know is I had an appointment. I mean an appointment. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. You came in here about a quartet. 
I remember now. You came in with this girl here, Miss, uh, Miss, uh... Eagle Bottom. <laughs> now, please, Mr. Fisher, about my quartet. You've got to break that contract. Here it is on your desk. Oh, that one. Well, I'm sorry, but that contract is unbreakable. You haven't got a chance. So I advise you as your lawyer... Now what? Uh, come in. I'm going to divorce you if it's the last thing I do, you spongehead. That's gratitude for you. After we left here, I carried you all the way down the hall so you wouldn't tire your big, flat feet. Well, you didn't have to drop me down that laundry chute. Laundry chute? I hit bottom like a sack of wet wash. With your shape, how else could you hit? Look, Mr. Fisher. I've got the applications right here. Good, we'll see you in court. Goodbye. Gee, that's a shame. Gee, and they're such a nice couple. They've got their own shows, too. Oh, I wouldn't worry about them. This has been going on for 20 years. They'll get back together. But I am worried about the children. Children? Yes, that's the tragedy of divorce. Who's going to take care of the little ones? Hmm. And I think I have troubles. Mr. Fisher, I'm glad I dropped into your office today. I got a big home, a butler, a swimming pool. And I'm going to do something that'll make me happy, too. I'm going to have their children come home and live with me until their parents make up their minds. Mr. Krause, that's the noblest thing you've ever done. Krause? Yes, it's a wonderful thing. And from now on, the children are your responsibility. Good, good. And the children are here, right here in the next office. Well, gee, may I see the little rascals now? You certainly may. Go right in. Thank you. You? You're the children? Mm. Oh, for goodness sake. Jack, don't stand there. Let's run. I can't leave now. I'm their mother. Oh, it's only that you're growing old. I'm not growing old. Come on, Mary, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, America's veterans need homes. Millions have been hit by the critical shortage, but our veterans are by all odds the worst sufferers. They feel the shortage more acutely because they interrupted their lives to go into the armed services. So it is only fair that the veterans' families should get first chance at all vacancies. They'll be grateful for your cooperation. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a minute, but first, here is my good friend, Mr. F.E. Boone. At 57, year in, year out, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. Mr. James Alfred Walker of Durham, North Carolina, has been an independent tobacco buyer for 27 years, and he really knows tobacco. Here's what he said. Season after season, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy good, ripe tobacco. That smooth, fragrant, fine tobacco that makes a real fine smoke. So it's only common sense for me to pick Lucky's for my own cigarette. Smoked them for 17 years. Quote, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy good, ripe tobacco. Unquote. 
Yes, season after season, independent tobacco experts like Mr. Walker can see the makers of Lucky Strike consistently select and buy that fine, that light, that naturally mild tobacco. Fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. Yes, Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. L-S-M-F-T. 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 It takes fine tobacco to make a fine cigarette. So smoke that smoke of fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. The famous tobacco auctioneers are on tonight's programmer, Mr. F.E. Boone of Lexington, Kentucky. At 59, out of 59, American. I'm Mr. L.A. Speed Riggs of Goldsboro, North Carolina. Russell Risedale speaking for the cigarette that means fine tobacco. Lucky strike. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be with you again next Sunday at the same time when for our feature attraction we will present our version of Mark Hellinger's great universal international picture, The Killers. That's the third one we've killed and we're just auditioning. Good night, folks. Don't forget to vote Tuesday. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.